Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411. And sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair. To the pros and cons of laser facials. And always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Dits, welcome. It's our last pod together for the year. Well, just the last pod of the two of us. We might have a surprise holiday one as well with other people. We do. We've come a long way, I would say, from January 1st to now. I think so. It's been quite the journey. We started talking last year on Christmas uh, via voice notes. And I was like, who is this crazy girl? (laughs) And how funny that we were actually set up or whatever two years ago, which you don't recall. I don't remember it, but I believe it. Because like... Yeah. Because you were like going crazy and wild. I was talking to so many people back then. I'm sure it happened. But we we can cover all that in our future pod. Definitely. So today's topic is relevant to my life. A little bit of you, because I think you're as Neil says, our mutual friend, you're also like, you're very calm, cool, collected, I feel, and well-spoken. And I am at most times, but when it comes to this relationship stuff, I'd say it's the stuff I 
probably have the least experience in. And I'm just like a blabbering idiot sometimes. I I agree. I mean, uh, you're like, I agree. No, no, no. I mean, I agree that I also uh, am less experienced than others. But the only way to get experience is to like gain it by just going ahead and trying. And I think for me, like during COVID, I got into a bunch of different, you know, FFN short term relationships, but it still teaches you the skills of how to how to be a good boyfriend or date in general and what to do and what not to do. So I think you should give yourself more credit because you do have a long experience of dating one person and then you did the dating thing back in March, April, and now you're seeing someone. So Yeah. So today's topic is the spiral. Our favorite emoji. Our favorite emoji. It's the spiral emoji. And I'm always spiraling behind the scenes. And now I'm also spiraling in dating. Like I was always spiraling about my business, my mental health, and just the day-to-day. I'm a spiraler. And now I'm also spiraling, you know, in the dating life. And I think, what is the spiral? It's when you just lose your shit and you have meltdowns and you go crazy. But the key is in relationships, I think, and I think you agree, you don't spiral with your significant other. You spiral with your friends and your family. I agree. I've learned that. And I have in the past made the mistake of spiraling with someone I'm dating with whatever issues I had. And like, there's some things that you can do it, but not everything. And definitely not early. Like maybe if you're married or it's a year in, sure. But definitely not like a new-ish relationship. Like keep that stuff on the side, you know, spiral with your, your siblings, your buddies, even your therapist, right? That's the point, you know? You don't want to dump all this stuff onto the person you're dating, especially so early. And I think that's so important. You know, you don't want to pile on. Everyone has their own thing going on. Even if they're your significant other, they have shit going on too. Like, why are you piling on? Agreed. And I think there's like, definitely it's healthy to talk about those things. And I think it's good to like lay the balance between like a full-on spiral meltdown and also just being like, hey, like these are the issues I'm going through in my life right now. Like, oh, I have like a, you know, a sick parent or like, oh, I'm having money issues or health issues or, you know, there's so many different things going on, trouble at work. It's good to communicate these problems, but not to like, you know, freak out and have a meltdown. And that's easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, I think those things are kind of okay if you do it, you know, in moderation. I think the spirals that we're talking about, which a lot of people do, they bring in their childhood trauma. The good thing I'd say is me and you have done the work. We've worked on ourselves and that's a work in progress. That's never ending. You always have to keep working on yourself. But for the most part, like I'm done healing my childhood trauma and whatever. Nothing really happened to me. It's just, you know, whatever self-confidence issues I may have had, you know, being Indian. And But then things happen in the relationship that could cause you to spiral too. That's right. I will say that. And there, and there are things that you might spiral from that your partner has no idea makes you spiral. You know, it's, it's super obvious to be like, oh yeah, like I understand why this person's spiraling because someone made this mean comment. But there are times where you might not even realize that you say something wrong and your partner spirals and you have no idea. And then this goes back to my whole communication thing. Like if, you know, you're not hearing it, you have no idea what's, what, what happens and what, what went wrong. And all of a sudden there's a meltdown that's just out of nowhere, you know? Right. 
And, you know, I'll say, I love the incredible advice we give on this podcast. Uh, I never listen to us. <laughs> I always do the opposite. I wouldn't say I do. The, I, I feel like some things I listen to, like I did say, don't get with the first person this spring, summer, Pequot that you're going to date. And that's what you did. But that's I, exactly what like, I did. took my time. I dated some very nice people. And then I realized that for me, the dating apps just like, they're fun, but I don't think they're like a serious a way for me to meet someone seriously. And then I started dating people through friends. And then ultimately that's how I found the person I'm dating right now. Yes. And I think we talked about like different communication style and, you know, how differently you were brought up. All of that can cause, like you said, miscommunications and misunderstandings. And even their career, we date high value individuals in high stress jobs. Whereas me and you own our own business. It's very different. It's a different kind of stress, but we have more freedom, you know? So I am able to text right away. Sometimes our partners cannot. I personally have had a difficult time adjusting to that, me personally, in my relationship. See, for me is like, yeah, I'm I'm family business. You have your own business. And, you know, for me, like, unless I'm in a couple specific meetings, you know, I'm not going to have my phone there. But in general, like nowadays, everything's on Zoom conference calls. If I'm not going to respond to like the 30 thread group chat, but like if my girlfriend texts me, you know, I have iMessage on my laptop. I can kind of just swivel over and type something. And, and you and I are also very good at multitasking in that way. I can carry on conversation on Zoom and also text about, you know, what happened on the latest TV show we watched last night, you know? Yeah, I would say we've learned that, you know, we are not linear thinkers and we are superhuman multitaskers, if I may say so myself. And not everyone's built that way. You know, some people can only focus on one or two things at a time. Whereas me and you, like, we've got our hands in a million things all at once. Yeah, we'll be uh, watching a TV show, cleaning our apartment, cooking, and sending an email at the same time. Exactly. So this was basically my first big, you know, argument where I wasn't getting texts in a timely manner in my world. You know, in my world, you reply at least within three hours if you're an important person in my life. Now, eight hours go by and I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling with my friends and my mom. Which eight hours, right? Because if it's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., I actually don't care. Um, and I'll also, you know, get the apology of sorry, I had a busy day. And I'm like, oh, like that's, I didn't even notice. Like that's fine because I'm doing something. I just assume that if you are a doctor, lawyer, banker, consultant, I'm not going to hear from you all day. And that's fine. See, you're understanding and intelligent. I spiraled about this because, yeah, I was nine to five, but I didn't give a shit. <laughs> but that's the reality, right? Like not everyone's moved their phones. I mean, if you're dating someone who's like in a high pressure situation, they can't be on their phones, right? They don't, you yeah. know, maybe they don't have the Apple watch to quickly, you know, say something to you. But this, this goes back to communication, right? Like what, what would you say if the person was like, Hey, I'm going to be offline for the next eight hours. At least give me a heads up. Okay. That's, that's fair. That, 
So you need to define that expectation. You need to communicate it and define the expectation of like, some days I'm not going to be available for X number of hours. No different than if like you were on a flight to India or something, right? You're not available then for those, whatever, 16 hours and like no one's going to be surprised. So you just have to like define the expectation of like, when am I available? And like, but on the days I'm not available, say that, you know, like, yes. like talk to you tomorrow. No problem. And so in this spiral, I'll get into my next topic of limbo. Okay. So I spiraled and you would think at 37, like you're more mature and I thought I was, but I, I did the whole, like, I hate you. Don't ever call me again. And then he didn't call me again. (laughs) And I was in limbo. So then I was spiraling and in limbo because I was like, wait, is he going to call me back? And then you're here, cool, calm, collected. You're in the driver's seat. And I'm here spiraling like a hot Indian chili pepper. (laughs) You and I have both been in limbo this year. I won't say when, but this year, at least, I think twice I've been in limbo. Obviously, the the first story, the famous one, I was literally in limbo in a different city when my then girlfriend fled the country and went to India. That was wild. That was insane. It, it was guys with my friends. They're like, uh, so what's the deal? Like, do you want to hit on girls at this bar? I was like, uh, I don't know if I have a girlfriend right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. So I that think that was Ponzi. Yeah, that was Ponzi. That was weird. Um, but I, that, that's what I realized. Being in limbo is worse than being dumped because at least when you yes. dump, when you're dumped, there's closure. There's a sense of finality. There's like, I can move on with my life. I can mourn this relationship. I think it's like the meanest thing to do is to keep someone in limbo. It's like, it's kind of like a cousin of the ghost where it's like, <laughs> or, or when you're breadcrumbed, right. Where you're just kind of like, yeah. someone will see you five, six, seven dates and then like slowly, you know, drop you off for a bit. But like with limbo, you just don't know. Cause it's like, there's this big fight and it's like, there's sort of a breakup, but not really. And you don't know what to do next, you know? Yeah. I hate it. I hate it here in limbo and it's evil. But in my case, I created the limbo. But if you guys listen to our first podcast back in March together, Ditz was dating a girl who we will call Ponzi and she just fled the country (laughs) and you were in limbo. (laughs) Yeah, she canceled the day of our weekend trip. And then I was like, okay, like we're having a fight. She wouldn't fight me. Uh, or have a fight with me. And then I was like, let's talk about this on Monday. And Monday never came around because she had left the country by then. (laughs) Wild. So now... We can laugh about it now. (laughs) We can laugh now, but we were like sobbing in March (laughs) because I was getting dumped too (sighs) in March by someone else. So, and they were both hot people, by the way. No comment. Stay away from hot people. Okay. So anywho... It's like the meme says, okay? If a guy says, if a girl says bye, you still have to respond, okay? It's not real. So I started a fight and then I said, don't ever call me again. And then he didn't. And then I was in limbo. This is now what I want to get into for the listeners. For me, I was spiraling. What can we do during limbo so that we're not thinking about this? We're not stressed. We're not texting back or groveling back. What can we do with our time in limbo? I've told you when you were in limbo to just think about 
anything else, do anything else, find a hobby, read a book, but you're just impatient. Like you literally I was were, crazy. I told you to wait 24 hours and you couldn't make it to like 12. And, and I then, hate like that. I like texted him and like you basically back. double texted, which like a loser. Like, like what were you? I was like, at least give the guy a day or two, but you are so like to do, to actually be good at the limbo period. You need to like have uh restraint. I don't. I was going crazy on I the will phone say with you. I was in this I was in the other side of the scenario at one point in my life, I'm not gonna say when, uh, where I was the person, uh the guy, like and you know, I was dating someone who was the you, and I just didn't respond for like a couple of days, and then she came back to me. And I was like, Indifference of always wins. Yeah. Indifference always wins. So you're telling me to go read a book, and that is what you told me, except I didn't read a book. I double texted and then I hate when it's like oh I was gonna text you like now it's like no you weren't but I did apologize because I started this spiraling and you know what I was fair I said you know what I want to be texted at least within like five hours but guess what sometimes that's not possible when you're dating these like high value high high value people with high pressure jobs it's the reality and it's something I need to accept and work on. I agree. I've been telling you this. I think sometimes you have to reframe, you know, your mind of maybe it's be happy when you'll hear from that person for a while because you know that they're doing their own thing and they're like being successful and you get your time to do whatever you want. And then when they do talk to you in eight hours or 10 hours, they're like super excited about it and you're super excited about it. You don't have to talk all day, you know? Yeah, leave a little room for some spontaneity, some excitement. You don't have to talk all day. And that's not the case with me. I don't have to talk all day because you're right. If someone was texting me all day and nagging me all day, it's a turnoff. I think the problem is like when you first start dating someone, you want to see them all the time. And that works for like the first month or so. But then you have to kind of like get back into a routine where it's like you can't just like always, you know, keep it fresh. You know, like I think, uh, you know, I was away for a week when I came back, like that was like, you know, great to have that space. And then I think we like went from three, four days a week to hanging out to two days a week. And that was huge. Like, you know, Friday night into Saturday and then like Tuesday or Wednesday during the week. Yeah. That that keeps it fresh. I think for me, it's different because I do the opposite. Like in the beginning, I'm very cold and I will never text you and all that stuff. But once I'm with you, I'm like a puppy. Like you've won me over. You're in a long distance relationship. So you have different rules, right? Yes. So I'm going to be honest with you. I have not done a long distance relationship in like seven years. And it was, I was horrible at it. So I don't know. I have very little advice on this. (laughs) I think men are horrible at everything, but (laughs) whatever. Uh, The other pro tip, PSA guys, me and Dits have learned in these fake breakups, these fights, do not tell everyone that you are not together anymore because oh. you look like a fool in 24 to 48 to 72 hours when you're like, oh, we got back together. I think the key is you have to tell certain people, sure, like maybe like siblings and family, may, like maybe a small group of friends, but like don't yeah. open it up to everyone. Like our friend group, I would tell, right? Yeah. But I just limited it to like you and my, not even my family. I just told you this time because it's like, I get like crazy, you know, it's a weekly thing. Yeah. Cause I think I've definitely, I've 
told people about a fake breakup and I've been told and, and you on both sides, you know, the person, you know, that I told was like, this is not, this is not a real breakup. This isn't happening. And then I was like, wait a minute. I've been on the other side too, where my friends have told me, and I'm like, dude, this is not a fake. Like, this is a fake, this is a fake yeah. breakup. This is, this is not real. This is like a temper tantrum. It's like temporary, you know? And I've spoken to so many people and they're like, oh, we broke up like 20 times before we got married or, oh, we broke up like four times before we got married. And, you know, once I've simmered down, I look back at the argument and I'm like, oh my God, that was so stupid. That's not a reason to break up. But in the moment, I get feisty. My mom says I'm like a bottle of champagne. Like I I pop and then I simmer down. I think that sometimes it's not the worst thing to have a breakup or a dumping uh, if it's something stupid, right? It's like, obviously yeah. if someone's cheating or if there's like lying oh, and like, yeah, that's bad. But if it's like a breakup or something really stupid, um, or a fight or something really stupid, it'll probably be fine. It's just like, you, you have to like, let people simmer down. That's, that's probably one of the advice is like, not all breakups are created equally. I will also say, uh, for the first time in a very long time, because I've been very fortunate to have been with you know, an awesome person in the past. But for a first time in a long time, we are with people that give us a run for our money. You know, they're our equal. I agree. And, you know, you mentioned earlier on the pod that, you know, avoid hot people. We're, we're dating hot people right now that are better than our previous quote unquote hot people. We're dating like the hottest people but ever. They also have substance, which is great jobs, brains, yes. you know. They're beauty and brains, handsome and and smart. So I think that's another thing that is a game changer, which is why we're so invested. That's a great point. Like so much of dating the last few years, I have not given two shits. Sorry. (laughs) And they're so busy. They don't listen to this. Yeah. (laughs) Well... Maybe yours. My mine does. Uh, but she, yeah, she she listens and she's well, yours friend. found you also from this. I mean, she's known of you, but she <laughs> was she liked a I lot was of seen this in a different light after this podcast because uh, I had a story that resonated with her. So. Yes. <laughs> so well, I thank you for that. Well, thank you, Dits. I always love our conversations, and thank you for getting me through my latest spiral. Which, by the way. It's healthy. You know, I hadn't had one in a long time and I had one and now I feel much better. And I feel like some spirals give you a chance to communicate and set expectations again. I think it's good because like you and I actually had a week where we both spiraled every other day. Like Monday was me, Tuesday was you, you know, and that was good for us. And I think it's important everyone wants to find their person. Maybe you should also find your person to spiral with. That is not your person that you're dating. Yes. Everyone, please listen to that. Do not spiral with your significant other. Find someone to spiral with. Spiral in the DMs with us. Spiral with your significant other when you like share a house or like a child. Correct. Then you can spiral with them. (laughs) About the child. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much, Dits. And we will have you back uh, for a special uh, with a special guest. And thank you so much for your time. As always. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.